We Got the Geek is recorded before a live studio audience. All right, it's that time of year again. Ho, 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 ho. ho. What did you call me? Merry Christmas. <laughs> what? So it's, what did you call me? What did you call me? Uh, so it's Jay Stewart here with the lovely Sarah J. as always. Hello. For our annual Christmas tradition, we skipped a few years. Yes, and the one so year we much for annual. Oh, don't forget the year we did the talk show that never aired. That never ever aired. <laughs> and a part of that talk show, as you recall, was our good friend who's here with us right now. We have Lauren with us. How's it going? Great. How are you? Great. It's been a long time. Oh my gosh! Uh, I you guys just told me it's been like. A year since yeah. I've, a year and a couple yeah. months since I've actually seen you. Yeah. And then two plus years since you've even spoken to me on your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It was the the summer picnic. That's yeah. right. Where mm-hmm. you stole the show with your Ace Ventura. That was awesome. Stole the show recently at Halloween when I wore that to work. I wore a um, a monkey kigu, those giant onesies. Yeah. And then they're all like, Lauren, why is your butt so big? And I went, because my real costume's underneath. <laughs> and I did all the work that I had to that I knew would mess up my costume. And then I, like, stripped out of it. <laughs> I, like, grabbed my football and everyone's like, I was wondering why you had that football. <laughs> your costume makes sense now. And Everyone who came in was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You killed me. You slayed me. I wore eight costumes on Halloween. Oh, my God. Nice. Okay. It was fun. <laughs> Very cool. Now, it is our Christmas show. I'm going to ask you, uh, and we might have asked you on the unaired Christmas show from a couple years ago, do uh, you have any traditions around the home at Christmas time? Uh, yeah. Don't talk about Christmas. Mommy hates it. No. <laughs> I, I was a big Scrooge for a long time. I actually didn't allow like any sort of music or movies to be played in my house until Christmas for, or December first. Right. And then once uh, New Year's hit, I was like, No, that's it. You have your month of Christmas, and now it's gone. You have a new year. Let's uh, let's I'm get like on that. with that. I think I'm like that too, actually. I've recently just. My son really, really loves Christmas and the spirit and magic of Christmas and Elfie yeah. and Santa, so I've relinquished my former ban on on Christmas, and uh, we allowed him to start watching Christmas stuff uh, the day after Remembrance Day. Wow. Uh, his Elf on a Shelf came back during Elf Return <laughs> Week, which just started. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, like we just... Week? Yeah, Elf. yeah, but elves and children going crazy that this like mythical creature is moving around their house. And then, uh, Hi. and then, um, we just put up our tree last night. Oh my god. And such, but other than that, uh, we just, uh, try and do Christmas, fun Christmassy things. Now I'm gonna ask you this because you are. You know, I have a nickname for you. You are our female John McClane. Heck yeah. Because you kick Woo-hoo. ass and you're badass. Yes. Um, <laughs> is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I love the, the debate on that, and um, I was very, very adamant that it was a Christmas movie, and in my mind, yes, it still yeah. is. To its core, a Christmas movie, as it's held during a Christmas party. Yeah. But uh, Bruce Willis was right during his roast when he said it's not a Christmas movie; it's a motherfucking Bruce Willis movie. Sorry, I might have to add to your edit. But uh, that is a Bruce. Swearing is allowed. I believe it's a direct quote, so if it's it a direct is. quote, you can use that. But uh, yeah, so it's a Christmas movie. It's in my repertoire, but also so is Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Okay. I've not seen that one yet. Oh, my gosh. It, it's it been my Christmas movie ever since I was a kid. It's such a good movie. It's, yeah. it's good all year It's relatable round. to all seasons. Oh, okay. Yes. Very okay. much so. Yeah. Or just being indoors. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. All right. So we, we talked to you a little while ago, and uh, I guess we can let people know that you have a very special project coming up. <gasps> Yes, I do. Uh, me and uh, one of my lifelong best friends, and I say that lifelong because our 
our our parents' bellies touched while we were in the womb. Uh, we were pregnant. Uh, they were pregnant at the same time. We oh lived down the street from each other. We almost went to the same church right from the get-go. Uh, so I would have known her longer, but through as fate allowed it, I uh, kept getting uh, with her throughout the years. Yeah. And uh, we always just... When we were younger, we always wanted to be famous. We wanted to be actresses and such. And then just, uh, I felt like I got fat and ugly, and my family didn't promote that lifestyle anymore. And uh, she just, I don't think she wanted to put in the work for that. And But we always tried to find ways that we don't want to be rich and famous, but we still want to have the fun of of that kind of like work yeah. without putting in that amount of work <laughs> and uh, so we've tried to do like YouTube videos yeah. and there's been like a lot of stuff like we we actually had a production company back in our early 20s <laughs> there are a lot there's a lot of unaired stuff of us that will eventually come out but oh, um, uh, like we've done talk shows and we've yeah and we've written so many scripts and such <laughs> but uh, time and um, money yeah. and location and then like yes. relationships and then I had a baby mm-hmm. so like a lot of things came together and then yeah. just kept pushing our dreams back and then yeah. uh, recently uh, she's been really into podcasts and uh, she uh, she got me into one called, uh, and that's why we drink. And there are two girls. They're hilarious as heck. One was a writer for Nickelodeon. The other one was a uh, a prop designer. So she like helped make Mjolnir and the gauntlet and like half the stuff you see on TV. She probably had her hands on. She doesn't do that anymore because they had to give that up full time for the podcast. Um, and prior, when they were younger, one was a paranormal investigator, the other one was a private investigator. So, like, um, and like, I don't want to insult them at all, but they don't seem like either one of them are like their their other jobs, writer and and yeah. popular. That totally fits their personality. But the other one, I'm just like, you were a private investigator. <laughs> How do you not know how to say some of these country names? That's very insulting to your yeah. intelligence level. Yeah. But uh, they are absolutely hilarious and cute as heck, and they're oh. constantly giving out how they started their podcast. Okay. So they've been giving out advice. Yeah. And then, like, me and Shelly have massively always been, and here it is, very into the paranormal and, like, murder mysteries yep. and such. So uh, listening to this, um, I'm about 100 episodes in, and I am massively hooked on these girls. I listen to them anytime, like, anytime I'm biking, walking, I'm yeah. working out and I'm listening to these girls. Oh, wow. I, I listen to the, like, them about the Zodiac murder and Paul and Carla Homoka and I'm just yeah. like, hey, I have more information on that. So, like, when I, when I could say that I have more information on that, I was in Ground Zero, or I know other things. And there's there's a lot of stuff that just goes on locally. Like, like never mind just, like, Canada or or whatever, but Hamilton alone has so many stories and and hauntings, and that's where we wanted to start. And uh, so, yeah, so we're starting a podcast called With a Side of Bacon, eh? (laughs) And and we're going to cook for our guests at the start of the episode, Um, but that's not going to be released to anyone. That's just for us uh, until maybe later. Um, and then um, we give out paranormal stories. So that goes from ghosts to um, uh, aliens to uh, even, like, ancient myths that have, like, a paranormal kind of, like, like Stonehenge and such. If more of that kind of information comes about, I would love to try and tell people what they don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think we just want to talk yeah. and have fun and eat and, and just be us. And yeah. uh, we totally think that that we could... Uh, we just totally think that we could do it. And this is just something that, like, even if people don't want to listen to us, we know our friends and family will. Oh, absolutely. And, and that will just like help them keep in touch with us yeah. and our crazy selves. And then, you know, it stops me from doing stupid things like becoming a hooker. 
Well, yeah. Again. 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 It was also the name of my last sex tape. I asked. <laughs> nine nine. Nine nine. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> But yeah, so that and that's going to come out around Christmas. So Christmas is a, a good time this year. You guys are are finally going to upload an annual, semi biannual <laughs> Christmas special. I'm going to drop a podcast, and I hear it's the game of snows this year when it comes to the weather. Yes, we're supposed to be in for. Happy winter. But that does just add to the magic of, of Christmas. We get true uh, and, and the season, so we'll get more time to like snowboard and sled and throw Stay snowballs at my son's drink head. Hot chocolate with babies in it. Oh, he heard you. <laughs> nice. Yes, but then you know what, Chase? If she throws snowballs at your head, you get to throw snowballs back at her. Just not the face. That's yeah, the rule. The I face. don't hit your face. Just. Back of the head. That is a good rule. That's a very good rule. Especially since Al. No, with a snowball. Half of them have ice in them. What about you guys? What about uh, traditions that you guys have? Any... Uh, we have gen, we see your family religion. and yeah. hmm? different religion, the pagan. Yeah, pagan. So that also holds me back from the full Christmas spirit. But see, that's and that's the thing. I've kind of becoming pagan when I was eighteen. I slowly, as I aged, realized I can incorporate all of it into one winter solstice and the twenty fifth of December because. All the symbols that are used for Christmas are all pagan in origin. Yeah. So, hello, it's mine. I want it back. I'm take. So I make it a week long thing, like starting with winter solstice, and we go through, and then we celebrate Christmas, and everybody's really cool about it, and we have a great time. And I do a little winter solstice thing, and try to, and it's fun, you know. And yeah. So I like incorporating them. Yeah. It's always good to incorporate. My son, uh, we've been watching the Goldbergs a lot. Oh, yeah. He's really into the Jewish scene right now, and he's like, I want to become a Jew. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, me too. That's why I love Michael Rosenbaum for so long. <laughs> I swore to everyone I was going to become a Jew one day. And, and now and you I'm saved his show once. <laughs> I saved his yeah. show. And, uh, um, yeah, so... How we're talking about that, I was telling him how like Michael Rosenbaum as a Jew celebrates both Christmas and uh, yeah. Hanukkah, and he's like goes full out and loves the spirit of both and like that's cool. I love when people can do that; they can embrace both yeah. or find find um, uh, a harmonious balance. Like yeah. he like coming here, he was like, "Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Eve, Happy Hanukkah," and he's like. Yeah, he goes, when's Eid? And I went, no, no, all that stuff is happening right about now. That's very happy. Congratulations. I'm very impressed and proud that you know all that. And I'm pretty sure that there's more around the world. And we'll look those up when we get home. Uh, But seriously, like, there's got to be all even the cab driver was. There's all kinds of stuff this time of year. And And it's nice. Yeah. I mean, it sucks that we can't say Merry Christmas anymore. It's kind of fun, people. But that's the thing. I don't think that's even a thing, except for the the small number of people who want to make it a thing. I'm looking at you, alt-right conservatives, you jackasses. We can't say Merry Christmas anymore. No one stopped you. No one stopped you. You can say it. I will say whatever anybody says back to me. I I say Merry Christmas. I say Happy Holidays. I say Happy Hanukkah. I'm like Merry Solstice. Happy you. I don't care. Yeah, man. I don't care. Whatever whatever you're comfortable with saying, whatever you want to say, go for it. Exactly. But there's no... That's like the war on Christmas. There's no war on Christmas. And on that note... <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah. Lauren, thanks for being with us. Uh, we hope you have a great Christmas. Stay away from the Nakatomi building. Uh, yeah, that and, and air vents or air ducts. I, yeah. I just try to stay away from the entire month of December. Definitely. In tinfoil. In tinfoil. And I hope it's not another year before we see you again. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry I've been so elusive. That is okay. But, uh, we still I, like you. I love you too. Yeah. Right.
It covers 1,000 acres in our nation's capital. Excuse me, which way is the bus to D.C.? It handles flights from 84 different countries. It takes 10,000 employees to run it. It has its own police force to protect it. Each holiday season, 11,000 planes take off. This is Dulles Control Tower. Go ahead. And 11,000 planes land. I've got 230 people flying on petrol fuel. But tonight, on Christmas Eve... The tracking system's down. Oh, God, no. We need to land now. It will all Switch come... Switch the backup systems. ILS landing system is down. Someone shut us down. ...to a complete They've stop. taken over the airport. And one man is the only chance anyone's got. All right, it's uh, Jay Stu again, and uh, pretty psyched at joining us for uh, his second appearance on a Christmas special of ours is uh, the co-host of our musical Shed show, my buddy Colin. How's it going? It's going well, Jason. How are you? Not bad. Um, and we've had a great time this year uh, doing the Shed show. and For sure. I've got ideas on where it could go. Really? Yeah, that's fun. I, I just, I like, uh, I don't know, sharing stuff that other people might think about too but nobody wants to talk about like nobody in my family really likes to talk about the music and all this kind of stuff and and you know all the stuff we grew up with and movies and things like that so yeah. i really look forward to this time so maybe other people too like like to think about that stuff too so yeah and i was just thinking like last year we started recording here at your place at the shed mm-hmm. just talking about music and cool stuff like that this year we kind of uh Took it up a notch a bit. We uh, started going to uh, concerts and uh, doing reviews. Yep. And uh, I got to tell you, I, I, I don't know about you, but this is the first time in years I've been to like more than one concert for the whole year. I agree. I agree. I've gone to a couple that are like really, really big venue. Like I went, uh, went to see Jeff Lynne, yeah. my kids to see Post Malone, yeah. and those were big shows. I don't really care for those anymore. I like the smaller, more intimate shows and, yeah. and touching base with like... You know, artists that we've already seen, you know what I mean? It's mm. just, it's almost like following up with family. So, yeah, no, it's cool. I really enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah, and hopefully uh, we'll continue with some more stuff in the new year. Hopefully some uh, more smaller venues. But, uh, and I was happy uh, you got to sit in with one of our interviews this year uh, when we met Jean Marc from The Box. That was cool. That was, that was one of the highlights for my year, I think. Man. Yeah, actually, yeah, it was. He was a really, really good guy. And it all went well. The show was awesome. Yeah, and, yeah. So that one, that one was one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, it was obviously. a great show. Crash Test Dummies was pretty awesome too. Yeah, that was cool too. They're playing some more shows downtown now with different people. Um, I think they're playing the first Ontario. Yeah, I think they're going to be coming was, next year. Yeah, it was some random person that I've never heard of. So I've I've actually heard of her, uh, Daphne Doyle. Uh, she used to be in a band called Shay. Okay. Actually, the right. guy the guy that was playing guitar yeah, for Crash yeah, yeah, yeah. Dummies was in, was in that was from yeah. that band. She's yeah. pretty good actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I think I read Bay City Rollers are coming there. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Lee oh, Rocker boy. from the Stray Cats. You know, we, we talked about the Crash of Dummy concert, but I think it's kind of cool because I wouldn't pick them apart. I liked them as a band. But yeah. when we saw them, I kind of got the impression that they just didn't really bother rehearsing and they just kind of came back and just did the the show like yeah. as, you know, wow, we're going to do this like a long time later. So the fact that they've done more shows... I'd be interested to see yeah. if they want to do anything else, and especially now that they're playing with different people. Yeah. Um, we should look into that. It would be cool. Maybe, yeah, we should check that out again, yeah. Yeah, see they were great. Goes. Yeah, like, I, I love Brad, and I love Ellen, too. Like, I probably don't remember the rest of the band, but I'll always remember them. But Yeah, and we got to get our picture taken with them. Yes. <laughs> And Alan told me I could fill in for Brad after if his voice well, got bad. There so. you go, man. So, hey. So, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we were just comparing uh, Spotify playlists earlier tonight. They, they did a year-end, pretty much, here's what you listen to this year and your most popular listens. And you had 126 hours with the monkeys. Yes. <laughs> um, 
five and a quarter days straight of listening <laughs> to the monkeys. That's what I did in 2019. So that's good. I'm, I'm happy with it's that. It's hilarious because earlier in the week, I'm like, wait till I tell them I listened to nine hours of Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> nine hours. <laughs> I've got the kind of job where I can, well, I, I can't really do it, but I do it anyway. I have music on all the time. So yeah. it's it's pretty much at least half my day. So, yeah, it's it's cool. I have it on all the time. So, yeah, but it's funny to look back two years ago or whatever, because I've got it for 2018, too. Yeah. And I would say probably 80% of the songs that were on 2018, I still have on my list, but 20% of them got kicked. And yeah. So it's kind of neat to see. It's like, oh, yeah, I got sick of that <laughs> two years ago. I think we might have touched on this last year, but it was you, me, and John Mary doing the Christmas show, and we had had about... Nine beers each at that point? Probably. So I think the Christmas talk kind of uh, devolved into like music just in general. And then I remember you telling us how much you love the Eight is Enough episode with Nicholas and the burglar. Oh, wow, I told that. I, t- I, I must tell that a lot because I've been, I've been, I was going to try to look up <laughs> that episode this year. It's, I'm kind of get I get nostalgic this time of year, so I'm thinking. I don't know why, but probably the Christmases I try to think back, probably around 1975, 1979, or 1980. Yeah. And I just remember the stuff that we used to watch and everything. And yeah, that was that was one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to go there again. We did that a couple we years ago. We did that, year. We did that then, last year. Um, so you brought up a good point. We could tell, we could tell uh, what our top three Christmas songs are. Sure. And we were talking about some of the stuff earlier that maybe we thought was cool, or maybe we didn't think was cool, that we do not like listening to now. Like uh, like from a t- couple years back? Like Christmas-wise. Oh. Like Backdoor Santa by See, Bon Jovi. I, I, have a, I have a philosophy. My philosophy is that Christmas is the one time a year when you can just make a really crappy song. And, and it can be accepted. Yeah. It, you know, it could be a bad version of Frosty the Snowman. You can ham it up. You can just make it suck. Yeah. And most of those songs are okay to listen to once in a while. But when you've listened to enough of those songs over the years, you yeah. just don't want to hear them anymore. And a lot of the ones that we were talking about on Very Special Christmas, yeah. by the way, I, th- I could listen to Stevie Nicks' Silent Night because yeah. part of the reason for that is it's in one of my favorite movies, Sweetheart's Dance. With Don Johnson, you know the Christmas scene I where they the show Christmas that. Scene. So that's why I have a soft spot for that yeah. song. It's probably one of my favorite versions of that song. Yeah. So that's that's one. Um, I will like Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, definitely. I've done it at karaoke a number of times, and it, it's I get just, excited every year here. It's now. just fun. Merry Christmas, baby. Not so much. No, no, no. But Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and uh, so I'm going to look at my Christmas list and see if I can pick my third song that I would like, because it's got to be on here. Is it Reggae Christmas? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's not Wonderful Christmas Time by, time by Paul McCartney. Yeah, I never realized you hated that one. Uh, it's, okay, it is, the song is actually... Um, Oh Holy Night, so it is like a Christmas-themed song. But Is it the Robbie Neville one? No, it's Ricky Lee Jones. And she okay. did it on an album called The Bells of Dublin that my mother bought me like right. 25 years ago or whatever. Um, it's got, it's the Chieftains. Yeah. And it's got other artists that sang. Burgess Meredith, I think, recites something on it. No kidding. Um, Jackson Brown wrote a song called The Rebel Jesus right. for that. And... Uh, Oh, Holy Night was done by Ricky Lee Jones, and I think it's probably, for various reasons, my favorite version. Oh, okay. So there's my three. What about yours, Jay? Well, definitely the Bruce one. Yeah. The Santa Claus coming to town uh, every year. Get excited when I hear that one. Uh, I, I really like Christmas Time by Brian Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do too. Actually, uh, he actually has a Christmas EP on uh, Spotify now. Oh, there's okay. two new songs on it and a few old songs. Including Christmas time, they skip "Run Run Rudolph." Thank goodness, because even he must yeah. think that's dumb. Yeah, um, and I know we disagreed on this one earlier, but I really like the Tom Petty uh, "Christmas All Over Again." I'm not saying I'm not saying I didn't like it. I like the song, okay, but then I just for being Tom Petty, I just found the song kind of anticlimactic. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of, I'm going to listen to it again, but yeah. sometimes certain things click with you, and 
Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I've got 400 petty songs I could listen to <laughs> yeah. and, and and put me in the mood. But yeah. that isn't one of them yet for me. But no. Um, earlier this week, you were telling me you finally got to hear the Monkees' Christmas album. Yeah. What'd you think? I, I really, really liked it. And um, I kind of liked the uh, banjo version of uh, Angels We Have Heard on High that, yeah. that, that Nez did. That was no, cool. that was uh, Peter Torres. Or was it That Peter was his Torres? last recording. Oh, was it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I thought it was cool. That's good to know. Yeah. I listen to it, like I said, I drive a bus and yeah. I listen to it, so it's just, you know, I can't totally make it. I, I can't even remember what Nez sang. He did a couple songs on that album, though. No, he did. Oh. Yeah, I don't But you, uh, what's the other one I remember? Unwrap You at Christmas? Yeah, that's one of those, like, cheesy feel-good songs that yeah. you love the monkeys for, right? Yeah. Like, it takes you back to a time when music was innocent. There was no yeah. swearing, and everything was positive. I think it was like what they did with that last Monkees album, "Good Times." I think they found a couple Davy Jones songs, if I'm remembering correctly, that they redid. Yeah, yeah. They, um, did he do that song from Christmas Vacation? Which one? I don't even want to attempt to pronounce it in case I'm wrong. Mela. Mela Kikimaka is the right yeah. way. Did who, yeah, that's on uh, the yeah. monkeys. Yeah, Mickey did that. I don't swim, Clark. I know, Eddie. I know, Eddie. <laughs> Mela Oh, jeez. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I had the monkeys. Uh, Oh shit! I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm searching stuff while we sit and you're talking. But, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. So the monkeys one. Yeah. Like I, I've been listening to the monkeys. Christmas album a lot. I listen to a lot of Johnny Cash Christmas albums. Oh, okay. Because he tells stories. And he's a good storyteller. Yeah. And the songs are very... They're like, light a couple candles in your room and just mellow out and listen to it with a soothing voice. So I yeah. listen to that every year. That makes me feel uh, really good. But the monkeys won Christmas Party. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mecca Clicky Monkey. That was. No, throw this out at you too, because I don't know if we've talked Jesus about. Jesus Christ, I like. I yeah, like that one. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but I think we're on one of the other shed shows. We had talked about how uh, the last tour they did this year. Nez had said this is probably the last thing I'm ever going to do with the Monkeys. Apparently, he's changed his mind. They're touring again next year. Great. And they're actually going to put out a live album from this last tour they've done of Mickey and Mike singing together. Nice. Yeah, and. I, I got. I was lucky enough to see them two years ago, and it's a decent show. A lot of obscure Nez stuff. And so we're going, right? If it's around here, yeah. I don't yeah, know if they're playing anywhere around here. But well, let's just try to see. It's, yeah, it's not just like Texas or live at the Troubadour or something. Yeah, and then you and I, not Christmas related, you and I had some early discussions about how we would like to try to get to a farm aid someday. I'd love it. I think it would be epic. Yeah. I went. Um, I went to. I, I do concerts and as much. Well, Jay, actually, I, I'm sure you surpass me. Like uh, on so many levels, like musically. Like um, I tip my hat to you, sir. Why is that? Lots of concerts, lots of knowledge, all the stuff that I admire. Okay. Right, because that's what we talk about and stuff. So I know you, you know um, your knowledge base is really good, and I learn a lot from you. Oh, okay. And. Um, so talking about that as far as the concerts go and Farm Aid, yeah, I went to see Willie Nelson and um, Chris Christopherson in Nebraska a couple of years ago when we drove for like eighteen hours. Oh wow! And it was awesome. And I started thinking, you know, like why be limited? I'd love to go to Farm Aid. How many is there been? There's been like thirty-five of them, and we haven't yeah. been to one. Yeah. So wouldn't it be fun? There's lots of artists that are going to be there. And what's real sad is this year... All the three founders should be there. I think you said this year they were in Ohio, which would have been the closest one. It would have been the closest. We could have totally done in Ohio. We would have saw Mellencamp. We would have saw Neil Young. We would have saw Willie Nelson and so many other artists, right? So, yeah, that'd be fun to do. Yeah. Um, Maybe we could do, like, a a podcast recording of us just, like, being hammered for, like, three days and watching the show. (laughs) Yeah. I, I would like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. So we'll have to see where they're doing it this year. That'd be nice. I'd definitely be up for it. I'd have to renew my passport, but I'd be do, good. I'm doing that this year, man. Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For that reason? Like for no, just for because there's a lot of uh, Comic Cons that are close by in Buffalo and Rochester that I've not okay. been able to go to the last okay. few years. Yeah. Yeah, it's best to do. No, well, let's let's plan that. We could do like a 
Farm Aid really has nothing to do with this at all, but it would be a cool concert for us to go to. Yeah. And uh, I would love it. Yeah, I would. I'm not a Dave Matthews fan, so I might be using the, the That's when you use the to, shitter. Yeah. Go, go get nachos during most of <laughs> Lucas Nelson's stuff. No, he's, he's actually good. Apparently Mellencamp's got a nephew that he lets do a set there every year or two. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's kind of lame. Yeah. But I think it's right near the beginning where everyone's trying to find their seat and stuff. So. Rick Rose doing the lighting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Gotcha. I'm gonna just let me set the lights up for Cougar. <laughs> oh, Cougar. man. Uh, no, that'd be cool. I would like that. Yeah. I mentioned I wanted to see, this is just two men talking. Yeah. But, no, I, I mentioned I want to see Neil Young again, too. Like, that'd be kind of cool just to see that. I'd like to see Ringo start and, like, see Neil Young, just because yeah. it won't happen again. But yeah. the Monkees, considering I've listened to them for f- six days, <laughs> I will... <laughs> well, you know what? I, I will check their, their uh, tour dates out, see if yeah. they're anywhere near us. That would be awesome. It's funny because we were talking, and yeah, the monkeys were the biggest one that I listened to all year. Yeah, you don't really think about that, but it's kind of weird when you start to look at the whole Spotify thing eh? when it tells you what you've listened to and what you've yeah. You know. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Well, there was some stuff on that list I don't remember listening to more than a few times. No, but it was different, so they tagged it on. But yeah. I mean, it's funny when you realize it was like two years ago. Because if you're, and I know you're like me, you remember songs and movies, and you remember what was playing when certain things happened in your life and everything. So you think back, and you're wondering, what the hell made you put that song in there? Well, man, uh, thanks for having us over. Thanks for being on the Christmas show. And uh, I got to tell you, it's been cool. Like We've been friends for 35 years now, and it's been awesome that this year we tried to hang out at least once a month. Which is cool. I think we can manage that, probably. Yeah, because in previous years, it was getting, like, ridiculous. But it was cool this year. We got to see some concerts. I'm hoping we're going to get to do that again next year. Now that I know that's a thing, I'll keep trying. No, yeah, like, and we will. Like, uh, you said you're going to try to check out Brian Adams on New Year's Eve, then? I'm going to try, yeah, as long as there's no blizzard. Yeah. Last time I went down to the falls was... 20 years ago, I tried to see Jeff Healy, and it was so crazy, and we went so late that there was no no getting there. Last time I, I stopped to see something in the falls, uh, 1995, it was Colin James and uh, oh, some, oh, Michelle Wright, remember that? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I just haven't gotten out there, but Brian Adams sounds like, like the biggest act they've had out there. Although I think Sticks was out there one year. Yeah, they had Sticks and, and Gowan, like, yeah, a couple years, right? Yeah, and it would it would almost make up for me missing him this year in St. Catharines. Uh, as long as it's not a blizzard, maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go with you. That would be awesome. Who would go with you? Uh, would Sarah be? The wife, that? if she's up for it. Yeah, would she be, do you think? Like, is she one of those sit out there for hours in the fucking cold, dire uh, fans? Or? Maybe not. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, I know Linda wouldn't. No. No, well, I was asking. I know she we'll wouldn't. We'll see. But we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. As long as, uh, yeah, I can't think of a joke. Um, but, yeah, we'll talk. I can. I was just thinking of the when we, last time we saw Brian Adams and they had those really bad shirts. Do you remember the ones that said it was the Waking Up the Neighbors album that he had out in 91-92? Was the last concert we saw the one with Hebert and Barry? Yeah. With uh, uh, Extreme, Extreme and, and Steve Miller. Steve Miller. Wow. The bus, yeah, that, that was the last one. Oh, and if the neighbors don't like it, take it. They can fuck right off. That was. I don't like that. really. I don't know what was more lame that. that day. That day, that or the Steve Miller underwear they were selling. Yes, the Abercrombie <laughs> collection. Yeah, that was nice. Wow, that long. That was Old like ninety-two, itch. man. I know. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyhow, we're rambling. Yes, we are. Uh, thanks for having me over. And, Thanks uh, for coming. Have a great Christmas. You have a great Christmas, and, too. I uh, look forward to seeing you in January at one of our shed get-togethers. You know what? I think next year the shed's vision is going to be a little clearer. In fact, I'm thinking 2020. All right. 2020 is the year. All right. I'm going to get out of here. And Happy watch holidays. Some. Happy holidays. Let's get out of here and watch some Die Hard. All right. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. 
Sketchbook Comics and Games is a store that has something awesome for everyone. In addition to selling comics, board games, and action figures, there are tables for open gaming. Wednesday nights, Sketchbook features game night starting at 6 p.m. Friday through Sunday, Sketchbook is the place to be for Magic the Gathering. The store is located at 224 Glenridge Avenue, Unit 9 in St. Catharines. Come on down for all your geek and comic book needs. Welcome back to the We Got the Geek Christmas special 2019. You got it. Here as always with the lovely Sarah J. Hello. That's a, you know what? It's it makes sense that you would forget what year it is because you couldn't remember our wedding anniversary either. So September 10th, September 30th. I got it on a third try. Really, third time's the charm, so, yes. you know, good for you. <laughs> Anyhow, we're happy to be here with our uh, brother-in-arms in the world of podcasting, uh, Mr. Jason Clark from Yay. the Elegant Weapon Podcast. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Hello, everybody. <laughs> now, um, it being Christmas, uh, do you have any sort of Christmas traditions you do every year? I, I have one Christmas tradition. I mean, there's all the usual traditions. Mm-hmm. Of course, we put up a tree, and I've got a nine-year-old son, so Christmas is, you know, pretty big at this point in his life. But I rarely go to malls. Malls are out of control, right? Oh, God, yeah. Especially at Christmas time. But I cannot not go through the Christmas season without going to square one at least once. I love the mall at Christmas. Just <laughs> the memories of going shopping with yeah. my mom mm-hmm. and the, the atmosphere of the mall. So that's my one big tradition is I have to go, and I don't even necessarily go shopping. I just need to go to the mall and, you know. But I figured out the trick is because the malls were super busy, but online shopping is kind of quelled it a little yeah. in, the, in the late hours. Malls aren't actually as bad as they were kind of in the late 90s, early 2000s, right? Oh, right? Yeah. So they're, they're pretty bearable. But I find you just, you roll up a huge Fucking do, right? <laughs> just just something, yeah. just just far too excessive. Just something that is, would be for six people, and you waste it on yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. Go to the mall and just drift. And I love to go. I'll get a cup of coffee, right? Nice, yeah. I my nice scarf on and everything, and I will just drift through the mall and kind of hang out at Santa for a while and listen to the carols. And I just love it. I don't know why. But, That's cool. Yeah. Maybe it's because you know smoking up before. Maybe that's why. Well, that helps, you know. It would help. But I but I kind of do that before everything, so I don't even know <laughs> what I'm missing, really. That's why I say I have to go to that excessive point, True. right? But I, I don't know. I just I love the mall atmosphere and the, the, the holiday cheer. It depends on who's there and Yeah, you have to go at the right time. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if you go all rushy and the whole... Because oh, I yeah. go with the intention to chill. Yeah. Just take it in. Yeah. I'm not going, okay, I got our list. We got to get this. It's sold out of this. I've got to return this to there because yeah. they've got this size. That. Oh, can you call that other shop and see if they have... Fuck all of that. I worked oh. at Walmart for nine and a half years. Oh, Every God. Christmas was just... I, now, a, a lot of retail people will say this, I hate the holidays. Sure. I hate it because yeah. they made... Customers made it miserable. It's, uh, I don't know. It's a thing for me. This year, I'm maybe starting a new tradition. I just moved to Hamilton recently. New studio. You guys know. Smoking pod studio. Absolutely. But this is the first year, really, that I could actually get a real treat. Oh, nice. So, because I was in, like, a little townhome before, it just, you know, it wouldn't work. And, uh, but I think I'm going to do it. Especially, I'm a a tree expert by trade. I'm an arborist. Yes. It's kind of insane that I don't have a real Christmas tree. So, I think I'm going to start start that tradition up because I know there's farms out that way where you can cut your own down. Yeah. So I'm going to take the boy out, cut our, cut down oh, our nice. own tree. Oh, that's cool. And then, you know, do that I all mean, And if anybody should know anything about trees, it's an arborist. Right? Right? You know? Should. So, Nine. looking forward to that. So, yeah. That's going to be cool. I, that's one thing I don't think I've ever done because we had real trees when I was a kid. Right. For that's our it, house. Yeah. yeah. But we would go to, like, one of those lots. Yeah. And right. just buy it. And for it sure. And yeah, I didn't yeah, do yeah. it either, actually. Yeah, we never cut our own tree. And I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah. My, uh, Try it, dude. Why don't 
very small. Yeah. And our and cat's a psycho. Our one cat's a psycho, and he'll cats climb it. can be crazy with the trees. I have this one friend online who her cat lives in the tree. Even once it's decorated, he spends most of his time in it. Every day, she posts several pictures of like the tree and the orange, and then you just see this little cat head like sticking out from behind a candy cane or something. Oh, that's the most lifelike ornament I've ever seen in my life. Doesn't even wreck the tree. Like it's like climbs it carefully and around stuff. Okay, I like that. I like that. It's pretty good, right? I'll have to post the video of. Of MacGyver climbing our three-foot artificial tree <laughs> and just thinking it's his new toy. Nice. And I was like, no, that's not a toy. Yeah. So a real tree, forget it. It would be on the floor and smashed. I know I've only got so many years left. The boy's nine. Before I know it, it'll be twenty. Yeah. So I want these chunk of years to be like where I kind of, you know, go overboard. Because I go to my mom's and yeah. all the kids are moved out, and she's yeah. got a little like one-foot tree on like, <laughs> you know, on a shelf somewhere. Yeah. Because you just don't want to bother. I know that point's going to come, so I'm just going to try to enjoy it now before mm-hmm. it does, right? Yeah. Like, while he's exactly. a kid, and, you know, he's, he gets excited about opening stuff, not just gift cards, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, or it's either the one-foot, like, little or the ceramic trees that, you know, our moms would make. <laughs> you just plug it in? <laughs> My mom still has hers that she made way back in the 70s. Nice. She still has it. Nice. She's got all the little plastic little ornaments that, you know, the light shines yeah, through yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still put it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like putting up the ceramic tree and waiting for the Sears wish book to come in. Oh, oh yeah. For me, it was consumers distributing. Yes. That too. Both consumers distributing. Yeah, both of those came oh, out. Man. Forget it. But oh, now there's can't. neither one of them. And it's, oh, it's, it's sad. sad. Circling what you wanted yep. and stuff, and then you go and you buy, you fill out your little slip yeah. like the bank, oh and then you give it to you. God. Just wait by the rollers, just like come on, come on. And finally, your little GI Joe figure comes rolling down the the, the rollers. You're like, yes! They loved it. Yeah. There was one right Niagara Falls, right on uh, Dorchester and McLeod, nice. Morrison. Nice. And it was just like, yay! I remember. Uh, I loved growing up in St. Catharines as a kid for yeah. Christmas. Because, like, St. Catharines in the 80s was the quintessential little 80s Canadian town, right? Yeah. It was so perfect for everything. And, uh, yeah, I loved it because, wow. like, all my cousins, everybody was young and together back then. Mm-hmm. So Christmases were, like, yeah. 30 people getting together, you know? So it's good oh, times. Uh, Jay, something that's not Christmas related? Sure. I know you're a big Star Wars guy. Oh! Uh, <laughs> how have you been liking The Mandalorian? Oh so my gosh. <laughs> I'm so, so happy. Right? I'm so overjoyed. Um, yeah, they finally got it right. Yeah. Um, of course, you put Favreau in charge of anything. How yeah. do you go wrong? Yeah. yeah. All those people involved, Taika and, oh, yeah. you know, everybody in there. Yeah. Um, just amazing. I'm really proud that uh, I feel stupid that I can't remember her name, and I'm proud of her, but the last episode was directed by a woman for the first time yeah. when she did an amazing job. I don't know, have you seen episode three yet? Not yet. Okay, I won't spoil it, okay. but it's real exciting. It's <laughs> real, real exciting. I'm but I'm surprised at how simple it is. The story is so simple oh, wow. that I thought there'd be a little more to it, but... No, and also a lot of people think there might be a bit too much fan service. I'm not feeling that at all. Yeah, me neither. I think it's what it should have always been, right? So I'm, I love it. I can't get enough. I'm a little weary of messing with Yoda's origin or his species. Really hoping they leave that mystery there yeah. and not explain too much by the end. I, as much as I think the baby Yoda being a Yoda clone is a little bit cheese of an excuse, yeah. I like the excuse better because then they can ignore the origin of his actual species. Because yeah. it's the last great mystery. I mean, ever since the last, like, there were two great mysteries to my childhood. What was Yoda? Yeah. And where the fuck did Wolverine come from? Sorry, excuse my language. <laughs> That's all right. Swearing up on your your holiday special. That's all right. So inappropriate. I apologize, kiddies. <laughs> but, and then Wolverine Origins came out, the comic. Yeah. And as beautifully done as that comic was, killed his mystique, right? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
Fraulein's getting all <laughs> spicy. Uh, so that, so it's the last great mystery in pop culture, really. Yeah. You know, is that? Yeah. Like even Doctor Who. I know you guys are big Whovians oh, along yeah. with me. Time. A lot of those questions have been answered. Yeah. I only have one Whovian question left. Okay. Uh, the Veil Yard. Veil Yard's still got to be squeezed in there somewhere, yeah. right? And they've got more time because remember in the past them saying the Villiard is someone who appeared between like his tenth and final incarnation, which used to mean to me we've only got one more until the Villiard comes. Are you guys really not going to explain explain the Villiard? Because I'm not sorry, people. I can't explain the Villiard right now because there's too much to go into. But if you're a Hoovian, you know what I'm talking about. But now they've got 13 more, 12 more yep. to stick the Villiard in there. Yeah, exactly. But I. I love the idea of that character, like one of the bad incarnations of him yeah. coming together, yeah. you know? So, you know, but even in the last few years, a lot of the, you know, the all the Gallifrey mysteries, a lot of them have been yeah. solved. So Yoda's really all that's left, man. Yeah. Yoda, don't I'm, take away at all. I don't want them, like you said, I don't want them to explain it away in no. some sort of, like, cheesy kind of, like, they just threw it together kind of yeah. solution. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm really happy that they put in one of Yoda's species. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, and he's freaking cute. Right. This right. little thing is adorable and yeah. already a force user. Yeah. Big Well, time. he's 50 years old. Yeah, he's yes. my age. Cool, but he's right? a baby. Yeah. I guess their species age is really slow. Oh, yeah. Like, he's a baby. Like, which yeah. makes me wonder, how big was he when he was first, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, he was a tadpole. Right? Yeah, maybe that's how they start. I yeah. don't know. That's yeah. a theory. But it was. I just have amazing. faith in Favreau, though. So I think I. he's he's too smart to ruin it. Yeah. Lucas yeah. was really involved in this one. Yeah. More than any other. Yeah. So I have faith. I think they'll they'll pull it off. John and it's Favreau's also amazing. it's also obvious to me why it couldn't be Boba Fett because you couldn't be sympathetic to Boba Fett. No. It's making Boba Fett sympathetic or any kind of inkling of being a good guy would ruin that badass character. Exactly. So you have to, you know, bring in the Mando and I was just I almost spoiled we gotta stop talking about it now because I almost spoiled <laughs> episode three for you. No but I I love it because The Last Jedi left such a hole in my heart. Yeah. You know I've still not watched it since the first time I did in the theater. Okay. No, and I, I never will again. I'm yeah. sorry. So yeah. we'll see what happens yeah. but I have um, faith. That's okay. Let us pause for a second. Alright Jay before you go one last Christmas related question. Oh, a question. Uh-oh. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's just a question that they need to stop fucking asking. <laughs> just ridiculous. But I'll tell you right now, kids, that the finest present I could have been presented with at all this year was the fine privilege of having We Get the Geek join the Points of Interest podcast network. So happy about it. Thanks, man. But I'd also like to wish all you fine podcast listeners a happy new year, a wonderful Christmas. Love your children, love your family, love your friends, love the wars, and check out an elegant weapon podcast at inelegantweapon.ca. Definitely. Peckeries. Thanks for being here, Jay. Have a Merry Christmas. I love you guys. Hold on, true believers. There's more We Got the Geek after these words. I know what this is. I know what's happening. And I know what's at stake. I don't think you do, Doctor. But I promise before this Christmas Day is done, you will be glad of my help. Happy Easter. Cool exit line, though. Be sure to save some room for a tangerine, Doctor. Nobody likes tangerines. I'm really back here. This is... This is real, yeah? Doctor, talk to me. I never thought I was going to see you again. What is going on out there? What's happening? Oh, that noise. Never knew how much I loved it. There's something you have to ask yourself, and it's important. Your life made it permanent. Everybody's life. Do you really believe in Santa Claus? Do you know what? Yeah. Right now. Yeah. I 
think I do. All right, we're back. Jay Stu and Sarah Jay. Hi. Uh, first of all, let's thank our guests this year. Yes. The lovely Lauren Show. Yes. The lovely Jason Clark from An Elegant Weapon. <laughs> the lovely. The and, lovely and alluring yes. Jason Clark. And uh, the lovely Colin Bowden. Yes. As well. So we figured we'd wrap things up. Um, Christmas time 2019. Uh, we had a pretty good run at We Got the Geek this year. Yes. Uh, this is probably going to come as no shocker, but what was your favorite highlight of the year? <laughs> that's a freaking, that's a silly question. Interviewing Peter Capaldi okay. and getting to meet him and having a photo op with him and him signing and doodling in our wedding favor comic book. Yeah. All of the above. That was just, that was the biggest thing to happen. To exactly. Me. That's the awesome. biggest thing. Us. That's the biggest thing to happen in the history of the podcast, I think. Up I know, to, it's great. Up to date. He, and he was such a sweetheart. Yeah. Like, I just, I adored meeting him, and he was funny, and just everything I imagined what it would be to meet him, because he was just so, he did a lot for his fans that day at Fennec, the whole weekend. Oh, yeah. Like, he stayed at his table and signed and smiled and talked to everybody, and his poor handler, manager, whomever she was, sorry, lady, (laughs) because we had no idea he was going to sign our stuff for... Um, she kept trying to hurry them along. <laughs> he kept talking to them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what a nice man. He really is. Like it was just wonderful. The whole and that whole weekend that we were there for Fan Expo was really great. Yeah, uh, Touchwood PR really like looked out for us once again. Oh my God! Yeah, they really came through with the phone interview. Um, with Peter Capaldi, and they're really, they're amazing to work with. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, all all respect to Touchwood. Yeah, looking forward to working with them again in 2020, hopefully. Definitely. What was your highlight? Oh, definitely that. Capaldi. <laughs> but, I mean, we had some good times this year. Uh, it was mm-hmm. cool interviewing Dee Wallace. Oh, my God, yes. She was so nice. That was another highlight. Never, ever thought in my life I'd, I'd get to interview the, the mom from E.T. Yeah. Yeah. She's been in so many. I mean, she was fantastic in The Frighteners. I loved her in The Frighteners. It was, it, like she said, it, it's really fun to play, like, that kind of character because it's... It's just fun to play, like, a psychotic bad guy yeah. for a change, you know? You get to really stretch. I think she liked talking to us about it, too, actually. Well, because of her, I think people were like, oh, E.T., and which is great, you know? And I think she liked the fact that I brought up Critters. Yeah. Because her thing has always been sci-fi and horror, mm-hmm. you know? But everybody likes to bring up E.T., and but to bring up... Some obscure ones and everything. Not so obscure. I mean, Frighteners wasn't a huge... Like, it wasn't a big deal. People liked it, and they were... It was a great movie, but Peter Jackson was a relative unknown in Hollywood at the time. Yeah. So for him to come out with this movie and have it really be phenomenal... Well, in my opinion, I thought it was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, for, the time period, for the time period it came out, the effects were astounding, the story was brilliant, and the acting was, like, just top-notch. And Dee Wallace played such an amazing character, you know? Here she is, this little milk toast of a girl and everything. Turns out, she's nuts. And it was great. Yeah, I also like that this year we branched off into uh, reviewing concerts and things like that, and yeah, we got to do the Rick Springfield coverage together. That was fun. They were, uh, you know, they were cool to provide you with a photographer's sticker. Sticker. I liked the sticker. It was cute. Just slapped it on my shirt. I'm yeah. good to go. Let's do this. And I got a great prime spot with a couple other photographers that were taking shots of 
Rick Springfield for the first three songs, and I got to talking with one of the photographers, and, you know, he gave me some great pointers and great ideas and great suggestions, and it was it was nice to talk shop. <laughs> yeah. And I got some great shots of the concert. Okay, of Rick Springfield. Yeah. I'm okay with that, because yeah. he is... 70 years old and still good looking as hell, man. Like D. Wallace. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping to continue I mean, reviewing some concerts again in 2020. That would be nice. 2020. Yeah. Man. Anyway, yeah, next year is our year for the podcast, for everything. I think so. We are going to go big or go home, honey. I think so. And, like, we, we already have a few ideas of things we want to do. Yes. Maybe some new shows we'd like to cover if we get a chance. Yeah. Yeah, 2019 was a great year. and mm, I mean, it had its good moments. like For the podcast. For the podcast. Personally, our personal lives, 2019 just sucked. For a lot of people. Though. Oh, God, yeah. Like, this year has just, I mean, uh, not a lot of people say it anymore, but this whole year has just been meh for everyone. Yeah. And, I mean... Right now we're we're in the Christmas season and it just it hasn't even really crossed my mind that it's Christmas. Yeah, and while as we're recording this, Christmas is what three days away. Yeah. Two days away. Yeah. Christmas Eve, yeah, it's two days away. Yeah. It's the twenty second, correct? Yeah, I haven't even watched Die Hard yet. Oh my god! And it's not even just that; it's like the decorations and just every, the whole atmosphere. Right now, it just doesn't feel very festive or or, or holiday-ish or Christmassy or yeah. whatever you celebrate. It just, I mean, I'm pagan. I didn't even really feel any kind of excitement about solstice. You know, before we go, uh, you know, we'll throw out some thank yous to some of the people that helped us out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, um, we, we mentioned Touchwood. Thanks to those guys. Yes. Uh, thank you to Aaron Russell for including us once again with Jace Wars. Yes, uh, this year was no, was it last year? That was the last. Jace it was Wars? this year. This year, I don't. I 2019. Thank you. It was the last Jace Wars, and it was bittersweet. But yeah, always you know, great to be involved with those guys, though. It's like they're not. They're just taking an unspecified, indefinite break. I'd like to also thank James Ponce. He got us yes. uh, press passes for all three of his events. Yay! And we got D. Wallace at Frightmares because of that. Oh, yeah. And Frightmare in the Falls. And we got uh, Tom Matthews at the Hamilton Comic Con, which yeah. was a good interview. He was cool. And then Niagara Falls Comic Con, he's been nice enough to let me host some panels the last couple of years. This year I got to host probably the biggest and most fun panel I've been a part of, the Bob Layton panel, where he talked about his Iron Man stuff. And uh, I want to thank him for having me as part of that. Mm-hmm. For talking Niagara Falls Comic Con, I also want to thank our buddies uh, Kim Wall and uh, Stacy Clark for helping me out on the days where you couldn't be there. Yeah. With the photos and whatnot. <laughs> um, thank our cosplay family uh especially uh candy cosplay and her mom and dad yes les and janet les and janet uh thanks to uh uh little alex for having us be part of the uh dundurn castle picnic once again yeah that was fun always fun always always fresh oh jeez that's subway (laughs) you know of course thanks to colin for helping out with all the music segments this year yes who am I forgetting? Anyone else we should mention? I don't know. Well, we'll uh, keep talking to... Jason Clark? Jason Clark uh, from An Elegant Weapon for uh, being just a, a great brother and arm to have with podcasts. Well, Sarah, I will say thank you personally to you for all the help and all the good times you did, all the good times you've given us with the podcast this year. One of my favorite things that you... Yes. That you did this year was the Alan Troutman interview. <gasps> he was so awesome, and I love talking to him about... Uh, he was on the show back in the 90s, Dinosaurs, and he worked with Jim Henson, and it was just... 
He he was on the Muppets Christmas special that had the cast of Scrubs. Yes! And he was in the Happy Time Murders. He did a, a couple Muppets in the Happy Time Murders. Oh, he was just so great to talk to. And he was the tar man in Night of the Living Dead. I ask you this because a few of the cons have announced some guests already for next year. Yes. Um, who's on your wish list of interviews we could maybe do? Well, I know Niagara Falls Comic Con is like Tom Wilson. Yeah, I'd love to interview Tom I'm Wilson. I'm looking forward to meeting him, and I'd love to interview him. Sylvester McCoy is coming back tonight. Falls yeah, I would love to talk to him, too. He's my he's my grandpa, even though he doesn't know I adopted him as my grandfather. Yeah, Niagara Falls Comic Con, uh, so far, everybody they've announced, I don't think have been to any of their other shows over the last 10 years. I think they're all new guests for them. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. They just got, they just announced Frank Miller, too. Yes. Uh, you know, I've never really been a fan of, of Frank Miller's work. Yeah. I'm just, it's very cool and everything, and his, his style is really cool, but I've just never taken the time to read any of it. Or I mean, I tried, and I just couldn't. And I tried watching the movies like Sin City and all that, and it just never appealed to me. But, you know, I think it's cool still. Yes. So, yeah, for me, it would be Tom Wilson and Sylvester McCoy, probably. Yes. Because, oh, I can't wait. And then um, George Takei. Yeah. Uh, it, it would be hard to be able to meet him and have an interview with him because he's... Yeah, his lines will be crazy busy. Oh, big time. Big time. But, I mean, he's Uncle George. Yeah. He's awesome. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. There's so many that I want to meet and so many I want to, you know, take the time to, like, all that meet and everything and just tell them that I'm a fan and thank you for all their hard work and their whatever and... Well, whatever. hopefully we'll get some decent interviews in 2020. Yes. And I think that's it for us. So on behalf of Sarah and We Got the Geek, yes. I'll say thank you for listening to our shows this year. Thank you so much. And we look forward to having you guys listen to us next year and hopefully getting more fans and more likes. Yeah, definitely. Because... It's like, we're just, you know... Check us out on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And iTunes. Yeah, we're on iTunes, definitely. Check out the interwebs for us. Yeah, check out our, our website. And uh, have a great Christmas. Have a great New, uh, Year. New Year's. Everybody stay safe. Don't and, drink and drive. That's right. And I hope the blast off is a blast. What? Have a great 2020, everybody. Thanks for listening. To hear more We Got the Geek, check us out at www.wegotthegeek.com and on iTunes.